This morning we're going to do a guided meditation. And it presents the practice in a slightly different way. We call this uh, meditation the big mind meditation. So get ready for your minds to expand. It's helpful to sit reasonably comfortably and as much as possible without moving. You'll see if you can establish a firm sitting posture. And letting the eyes close gently and softly. Begin by opening to sounds. Letting the mind become open, expansive, like the sky. And the different sounds simply appearing and disappearing in this open expanse of the mind. Stay very relaxed, simply in the mode of receptive listening to the loud, distinct sounds, the sound of my voice, the more subtle sounds, even the sound of silence. No need to look for anything, no need to strive. Simply settling back, allowing all the sounds to appear. They appear and are known spontaneously. There's nothing to do, nothing to get. Simply resting in the open, empty space of the mind. The open space of awareness.
Sounds appear and they disappear. Simply rest at ease in the open space of the mind. Aware of the louder sounds, aware of the very subtle sounds. Become aware of sensations as points of feeling, like stars in the night sky. There's no head no shoulders, no back, no chest, no legs, just points of sensation, points of feeling, arising and changing in the open space of awareness. No head, no shoulders, no arms, no legs, no back, no front. Just points of sensation, points of feeling, appearing and changing in the open space of awareness.
Let the mind be in open ease. The sound sensations appearing and disappearing in the empty openness of mind. There's no inside, no outside, no boundaries or separation. Sounds appear, sensations appear in the open sky of the mind. Be aware of thoughts and images like clouds in the sky arising and passing. Thoughts and images, just like clouds, have no root, no home, simply appearing and disappearing. the open space of awareness. There's no head, no shoulders, no chest, no back, no legs, no feet. Simply points of sensation, points of feeling, appearing and changing in the open space of the mind.
Let the mind rest in perfect ease without the slightest movement towards or away from any appearance. Appearances come and go by themselves. There's no inside, no outside, no boundaries, no separation. Only sounds, sensations, thoughts and images, appearing and changing in the open, empty space of the mind. Look directly at your own mind. The mind is invisible, clear, empty like space. No color, no form. Look directly at your own mind. It is, but it doesn't exist. (coughs) Unformed, unborn. Look directly at your own mind.
Look directly at the nature of mind. It's invisible, open, empty like space. Without color, without form. Look directly at the nature of mind. unformed, unborn. It is, but it doesn't exist. Look directly at your own mind. There's no head, no shoulders, no back, no chest, no legs, no feet, no arms, no hands, only points of feeling, points of sensation, appearing and disappearing in the open emptiness of mind. There's no inside, no outside, no boundaries, no separation, just sounds, sensations, thoughts and images, 
appearing and disappearing in the open space of the mind. Rest in the natural stillness of awareness. All appearances come and go by themselves. Look directly at your own mind. It's invisible, clear, empty like space, unobstructed. Look directly at the nature of mind. It's unformed, unborn. It is, but it doesn't exist. Look directly at your own mind.
Rest in the natural stillness of mind. The open ease of awareness without the slightest movement towards or away from any appearance. All appearances come and go by themselves in the open ease of the mind. There's no solid body, no head or shoulders or back or chest or arms or legs, just points of sensation, points of feeling in the open sky of the mind. No inside, no outside, no boundaries, no edges, just sounds, sensations, thoughts and images, appearing and disappearing in the open emptiness of mind.
Look directly at your own mind. When you look at zero, you see nothing. Look through it and you see the world. Look directly at your own mind. Invisible, clear, open like space. Without form, without color. Look directly at the nature of mind. Unformed. Unborn. It is, but it doesn't exist. Rest at ease in the nature of mind.
So perhaps some of you found this helpful. Others maybe didn't connect so well. Just keep in mind that it's it's another perspective, it's another way of understanding our experience. Do you have any questions? Uh, let's do it one by one because my memory is okay. <laughs> generally questions in several parts. Uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Really what's happening in that whole process is just uh, a letting go of identification with the concepts that we hold about our experience. I mean, nothing changes. When we see that Big Dipper is just a concept, does anything change in the sky? Nothing changes. It's just that we're experiencing it in a different way. And so that that very process you described is a very beautiful, uh, as you said, journey. As you drop into the experience, freer and freer of attachment to concept. You know, begin to experience, you could say, the raw data in a very different way. We don't realize how conditioned our perceptions are through concept. You know, they've become so integrated into our way of understanding. And the meditation is just a way of beginning to let go, to see, to see without concept. No. And then, of course, <clears throat> as we describe, as we talk about it, as we <clears throat> excuse me, try to understand, we use words, we use concepts to then describe it, but it's coming from a place of a more direct experience. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, let, let's stay with one first. One of the interesting uh, dilemmas of bringing the practice to the West is uh, the translation from very precise terms in Sanskrit and Pali, where they've been studying the mind in this meditative way for thousands of years, and so the vocabulary is extremely precise. We try to translate that into English, and often we don't have the same level of precision yet. So it's good to ask the question, because sometimes the same words will be used in different ways. Generally, the way I use the word mind, I'm referring to both consciousness along with all the associated mental factors. So in the Buddhist psychology, those are distinguished consciousness, and all of the factors of mind, which I mentioned last night. So I'm using the word mind to include both. Right. The suggestion or the, the guidance was... Uh, really to look at or connect with the basic, um, how to say, uh, function, function of consciousness, of knowing, but you cannot separate, the factors are always there. So for example, let's see, what's a, you know, if you look at this, we see both color and form. So those are two distinct things. They're inseparable. The color is in a form, and the form has a color. 
So they're inseparable but distinguishable. So you might think of factors and consciousness like that. They're inseparable, but they're distinguishable. When I say that patterns don't have an existence, I'm not. Uh, we may be we may be using the word existence to refer to different things. Yeah, yeah. But by saying it does that, the pattern is not. It's not existent in the sense of thingness. It is an appearance. Yes, 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 yes. Fear, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Could you hear the question? Yeah. Uh, it was about the what I was talking about fear last night, and whether that fear is re- was related to uh, the fear of letting go. Uh, fear arises from many different conditions, and there's fear associated often with our very personal stories. You know, something happens in our lives that's, that's very fearful, and we may carry that pattern of fear, you know, for a long time. There's fear that arises, there's fear of death, commonly. There's fear that arises at different stages in the meditative process that's unrelated to content. That it's fear of... When we begin to see the, uh, the dissolution of phenomena... Yeah, yeah. So that's another kind of fear that can happen. There's one, there's one nice uh, image which describes a little bit of the meditative process. Just imagine you're in a plane and kind of you jump out of the plane. And it's not at 30,000 feet, maybe it's at you know, 10,000 feet or something. <laughs> and you jump out of the plane and maybe the first few minutes there's just the exhilaration of free fall. You know, it's just the thrill of free fall. But then you have the realization, oh my God, I don't have a parachute. <laughs> so then this tremendous fear you know, comes over one. So you're falling, 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 fear, fear, no parachute. But then, forget the 10,000 feet. 
And then at a certain point, you realize there's no ground. So at the point of realizing there's no ground, the fear dissolves. You know, and then you're just in the equanimity you know, of that understanding. So that's kind of what happens in the process of insight, developing insight. Pleasantly insane. Okay, so the you know what I'm yeah, um, I think so. <laughs> so the question was about three things going on in the in this guided meditation, and often the um, the con- the level of concepts of hearing the words, trying to understand them, then dropping into a more formless state, f- free of the concepts, and then also the mind which is watching the falling into the more formless state. It's not to get rid of anything, you know, and so it's really just, especially in the context of this guided meditation, but also in in the other as well. So the concept is there. The concept itself can be just another arising appearance. You're resting in that open emptiness. The concept, if it's held in that way, is not any obstruction or interference at all. It's just another it's just another appearance. It's when we get pulled in or identified or entrapped into the content instead of holding it and understanding. The concept can be there and it can be understood in that open space. And so then it's no obstruction at all and you can have all three happening. The the concept the formlessness, even that sense of observing the formlessness itself is just another arising appearance. So the question was, those different three seem sometimes contradictory to one another and how concepts can destroy direct experience and direct experience. Yeah. The balancing force and as a way of holding it all as they appear 
is the factor of mindfulness. And that's all three. Just be mindful of what's arising. And then nothing is a problem. And that's the beauty of this practice. It is completely all-embracing. There's, there's no experience which lies outside the possibility of mindfulness, of mindful awareness. Um, we need to go to interviews. So uh, You could, if, if you connected with this perspective, you could also try it in the walking. You know, just walk and as you're walking, be aware of all the experiences of the movement as appearing in this open, empty, edgeless space of mind. You know, we, is it urgent? Uh-huh. Once a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yoga is fine. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.